Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. I'd like to talk about the recent Supreme Court justice ruling on limiting pay discrimination cases to 180 days. Now, on the one hand, you think, well, okay, so what? It's just a case. But on the other side of that, so what? It's just a case. Let's think about who this case impacts and how drastically it really impacts the people that it does impact. Now, it doesn't really impact your average Joe guy, but it really impacts women, particularly professional women, women who go to college, work in the workforce, and work their way up the corporate ladder. And the the problem with the whole issue is that, first of all, 180 days is a very short amount of time, six months, which can only be possibly a probationary period, quite honestly. Most of the time, people don't share how much money they make, and so a pay discrimination case won't even come to light for many, many, many years. Anyway, the part that's really disturbing is that it wasn't a a cut-and-dry landslide decision. This was a five-to-four decision, and those who were in dissent said that the reality is 180 days is ridiculous because of what I just said. You know, I mean, it's only six months. Some people, that's only a probationary period. Nobody's going to make a big stink about discrimination in pay at that point in time, especially if they're trying to work themselves up the corporate ladder. Obviously, the almost entirely male bench has not endured such discrimination and cannot possibly understand the extent to which it occurs and how debilitating it is to women. When you work as hard as the guy sitting next to you and you get paid a third less, it doesn't just affect your paycheck and your pocketbook. It affects your self-esteem, and it's like another way to keep women down. It, it really makes me sick that the Supreme Court does not represent an equal share of the population of this country, and that is really part of the problem here. The decision may have been the same, but... We'll never really know because there was one woman on that bench who understood the gravity of this kind of a decision and and she was only able to convince three other people to rule her way. So it's a problem. I I don't understand how our representatives could possibly have confirmed the last two justices. Both Justice Alito and Chief Justice Roberts have been open and honest in their view that women are not equal, that they're not capable of making their own decisions about their bodies. And if a woman doesn't have the freedom to make decisions about her own body and doesn't have physical freedom, there's no hope for any other freedom or equality. I'm so completely disgusted by the process the corruption, and the lack of regard for people in general, and women and children in particular, that I think I've finally completely lost my confidence in this government of this country. And that's really a sad day. I I, I hate to say that, but I really, really feel that I have lost the confidence of this government to be impartial and protect all people and allow all people to have civil rights. Because little by little, every day, 
there's another stupid thing like this that goes on that directly affects women that does not really affect men very much but directly affects women in a very very debilitating way I don't know why the few women that we have in government continue to play these stupid games I I guess they haven't figured out that they can't win by playing by these rules and and I suppose that's because they, they haven't studied guerrilla warfare or something, like most of the men probably have. But it's time for a change. It's time for these women to take their chips and move on and take whatever enlightened men are there and lobby for a new system of government because this one doesn't work. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's a complete waste of time. The whole Republican, Democratic agenda and these, these, these two camps that can't cooperate, that can't do anything, and all they do is use this political machine to maintain the status quo. While the gears of the political machine turn, they turn, they turn, they turn, nothing changes. American families are not better off. People aren't doing better than the previous generation. Powerful men use the law to hurt women and continue the discrimination. They rationalize, they prioritize, they negotiate the nuances of legal verbiage to make cases that make no sense at all. They don't make sense to working families. They don't make sense to women. They don't make sense to families in general. They don't make sense to people and they don't make good public policy. We know, all of us know, most of what goes on in Washington is a complete load of crap. And yet, there's nothing that we seem to be able to do about it. These men of power, they're obsessed with stroking their private parts, stroking their egos, stroking their bank accounts, maintaining the status quo. The incestuous relationship with our government and big business is the root of the problem. How can our representatives turn a blind eye when corporations profiting from the war personally enrich members at the highest levels of our government? Everyone knows about and talks about Cheney-Halliburton connection. People know about the Bush family dealings with the Saudi house. But our representatives say and do nothing. It's sickening. It's disturbing. And I ask, what message are we sending to the rest of the world? When we allow our government to take away rights of women, what are we saying to the rest of the world? What kind of message are we sending? How about ERA? First proposed in 1923, still not ratified. 84 years later, not part of the U.S. Constitution. Most recently, Louisiana defeated the proposed resolution because, quote, it scares conservatives to death. Well, while it's maybe scaring conservatives, it's killing women. How can we expect women in Africa and the Middle East to feel hope when we're losing ground here, losing freedom here, losing hope here? And this ruling, this most recent ruling, this paid discrimination ruling, it's just, it's just another thing that gnaws away at the foundation of what women have been working to try and change. Without legislation and term limits, these career discriminators will continue to discriminate. They have a vested interest in keeping women down. We must institute some policy of equal representation. It was important enough to put it into the parliamentary proceedings for the Constitution in Afghanistan. Why can't we do it here? If this country is 51% women, then at least 50% of our representatives should be women.
Start by balancing out our Supreme Court and our House of Representatives. Institute immediate term limits. Reform ethics and standards in government. Lobbyists? They should be kicked out of Washington, period, full stop. You want to talk to somebody? Send a letter like every other schlub. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely obscene. I wish our representatives would stop wasting our time, stop wasting our money, and stop supporting a game that they cannot win. Change the rules. Turn the tables. Find a Trojan horse. If you can't get over the wall, go under it. Go around it. Women will support a representative that will support the people. Because people are so disenchanted. They really want an underdog. They really want somebody who will stand up for them. But everybody's too busy playing the politicking game. Nobody wants to take on Bush and Cheney and their corruption. How much do they make each year that we're at war? Why don't we follow the money? Make it public. People should know. They make a lot of money. Cheney makes a ton of money from Halliburton. Bush makes a ton of money. They make a ton of money when we're at war. When this country is a conflict, they have a vested interest in keeping it so. Maybe that's not fair for me to say that, but you know what? Follow the money. If it looks like a duck, and it quacks like a duck, and it walks like a duck, and it swims like a duck, it's probably a duck, you know? Except that, that, that all of our representatives have their head in the sand. Working families, they're scrounging to get by. They're scraping to make ends meet, and these public figures are, are living high on the hog. Well, working families worry how they'll pay to eat their house, send their kids to college, put food on the table. We make impossible choices. Many must send their children to war in hopes of an education. Only that war is not for freedom, but to enrich the already grossly wealthy. Shame on them. It's shameful. In the name of fighting terrorism, the Bush administration has trashed our civil rights. I can't even enter my child's school without a picture ID. And these idiots want to RFID tag our pets, our children, our aging parents. Sound a little like Logan's Run? Does to me. Working families know we're not safer. I'm more afraid of our government than of terrorists. They may actually have the same agenda, keeping women down and poor. These imbeciles use terrorism to terrorize their own citizens, and they think that we're stupid enough to believe them. This country is not stupid, just disheartened and tired of the lies. This ruling by the Supreme Court is just another slap in the face of women and another step backward for women worldwide. That's right, worldwide, because everything that happens here has a backlash around the world. What we need to do in this country and around the world is empower women, bring balance back to the masculine and feminine forces. This over-masculinized world is busy being at war. No surprise there. It's ridiculous. The rich men get richer. The poor women get poorer. Genocide, rape, murder, they continue. Nothing changes. And it doesn't change because the fundamental issue. Nobody wants to look at the fundamental problem. And the fundamental problem is that we are out of balance. We are out of sync with one another. And all we have to do to make it right is come back to a middle ground where men and women equally share in this planet, where men and women are considered valuable in an equal measure. That's it. It's really that simple. 
At least that's what I think. Come on down and let me know what you think. I'd really love to know. Until next time, this is Elle at Iron Dove, signing out.